to Z Sports. I am Zach Bingham with our Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, filling in for Austin this morning. we got to thank our, our title sponsor, BetMGM. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports for brand new users. They got the hookup. Download it in your app store today. Also, I have to thank our presenting sponsors because they make the world go round. They make the show happen, including Farm Bureau Health Plans. That's FBHP.com slash A to Z. I switched. You should switch. It has helped me in my health plan since I have. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. The Bona Joint Institute, don't fumble on your recovery. They've got many locations across Middle Tennessee. They are trusted. If you are hurt, make sure that you go to the Bona Joint Institute and they will help to heal you. And Wilson County Hyundai, quick trip down I-40, exit 236. WilsonCountyHyundai.com has your perfect make and model. You've just got to go find it. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. All right, Sam, story time. More people are going to be piling in over the next five to ten minutes as we kind of get this show started. We may have to tell this story twice, but at least for the first time, tell us what happened between Ryan Tannehill and Kyle Phillips. And the best part is we've got an, an interview with Sam and Kyle Phillips asking about what went down. So the floor is yours. Tell us what happened in practice yesterday. Man, Kyle Phillips and Ryan Tannehill. First of all, Kyle Phillips was with the ones yesterday. He was working in with the number ones and full team 11 on 11 reps. And as he was out there, Austin Stanley was on the far side of the end zone. And there looked to be a disagreement between Tannehill and Kyle Phillips. Not on the same page. Ryan Tannehill let him know, you know, you got to be where you're supposed to be. All this stuff. I see them go off, have a private conversation during the next period. They come back to the exact same route in the next team 11 on 11 red zone period. And that time Kyle Phillips made the adjustment, corrects himself for a touchdown. And Ryan Tannehill loved him up after uh, him, Nick Westbrook, Akine, big team celebration in the end zone. So you could see the teaching moment from Ryan Tannehill when he was talking to Kyle Phillips. And you could see where the two then made a change and grew in their chemistry so like you said, I, I had to talk to Kyle after and I had to bring up, you know, what went on there? What were you talking to Ryan Tannehill about? And how do you feel about being able to talk to your quarterback about stuff when you mess up? Well, so I think this is interesting because from what we've we've heard and what you guys have seen out there on the practice field, it seems like Kyle Phillips hadn't gotten that type of opportunity up until that point, right? Like, Kyle Phillips, there, there is this buzz around Kyle Phillips. We all want him to be the next Hunter Renfro. We want all want him to be, you know, the next Julian Edelman or Wes Welker. The comps are, are crazy. The white guy, fast guy, wide receiver comp is there, right? And that happened out of UCLA. But he, did, he wasn't getting the reps with Ryan Tannehill, right? I mean, he was getting the reps with the twos and maybe the threes before but what do you think changed? Was this just a unique opportunity? Well, you know, what, why, why was Kyle Phillips running with the ones? Do you think? Well, he's earned it. You know, Kyle Phillips has been the standout on offense multiple days since training camp. I think you ask anybody in the media or any of the coaching staff that has been there, everybody's excited about Kyle Phillips. And so you've kind of seen his growth from a rookie and rookie mini camp coming along with, just technically sound route running and strong hands and being reliable. And that's something that Ryan Tannehill has observed from afar up to this point. 
And now Kyle finally gets that opportunity to go up and against the best DBs in camp and go ahead and prove it with the starting quarterback. So it's more of a result of him earning those reps is kind of what Mike Vrabel had to say after practice as well. And they're looking to see, you know, it's, it's a wait and see in, in a lot of ways of stick him in here, see how it goes and see, does he earn more or do you need to pump the brakes on him a little bit? Yeah. I mean, that will, you know, Kyle Phillips can, I feel like give this offense what they've always kind of needed is that reliable slot guy. You know, last year they went Julio Jones and AJ Brown, as far as like big time wide receivers. And then that, didn't work out because of injury. You know, notoriously, they're a two tight end set that runs the football. That's kind of what the franchise has been known for. And they need that, like, that scat slot guy that can turn around and catch the football and and get the first down in a third down spot. They thought maybe Ferkser could do that at tight end last year, and he was unable to do that. But, you know, I, I think the exciting part about Kyle Phillips is his mind. The story that you told, and for people just joining us, you know, Sam recapped a story on the practice field yesterday where you know Ryan Tannehill was not on the same page with Kyle Phillips, threw, threw a ball where Phillips was not where he was supposed to be. Words were exchanged, and that's what you expect from a quarterback in the NFL, a, a leader. Nobody has questioned Ryan Tannehill's leadership. I think he's done every single thing that he's been asked to do from taking over for Marcus Mariota a couple of years ago and leading this team, getting the big contract, you know, his play on the field, the last couple of playoff games have been questionable. I mean, that's why we criticize him the way that we do, or at least I do, but his leadership has never been criticized. And this is an example of Kyle Phillips adjusting after a good old fashioned ass chewing as Nick Saban likes to say, and Mike Vrabel is notorious to doing that. Look, it, it, I think our society is a side note. I think our society is soft as hell. I think sometimes ass chewings are needed. And Kyle Phillips' response, it sounds like, going back to that same play that he messed up on later in the practice. I mean, that's gonna kind of that guy, that's gonna kind of give a spark to the team, right, Sam? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the mentality that you want to see, right? It's something the Titans have been preaching. All training camp. Don't make the same mistake twice. And the vibe that you get early on from Kyle Phillips is that he's not going to be a guy that does that. He and him and his communication with Ryan Tannehill. Uh, that's the positive sign, right? There, there's football aside. That's what you want to see out of a rookie, a guy who's willing to make the adjustments to talk things out and correct himself. And he's not afraid to take accountability. He's not afraid to take ownership and he's not afraid to take an ass chewing. So, yeah, it, it has to get you going a little bit. And they celebrate Kyle Phillips, right? People love the energy that he's been bringing to this offense. And it's been contagious with his fellow wide receivers. So we're about to hear from Kyle Phillips as, as Sam Phelan, our new Titans reporter this year, has been doing a great job covering the team each and every day at the facility. Titans Kyle brings up something that I did want to talk about from years ago. And I think Titans... You know, every NFL football team and every NFL football fan has this of comparing what they thought one player would be but wasn't, and that is Adam Humphreys. Adam yeah. Humphreys, and Titans Kyle brings that up, what we all hope Humphreys would be a few seasons ago. Adam Humphreys got the big contract from Tampa Bay, and 
you all thought that he could be that reliable slot receiver that could and you know concussion the concussion against Cincinnati derailed a lot of of what he could do for the Titans but he never really got his footing he had the one one big game against Kansas City he caught the winning touchdown pass at home against the Chiefs a couple of years ago but Adam Humphreys cost a lot of money didn't have a lot of production on the field now Kyle Phillips is completely different he is now a homegrown talent because he was drafted right he's a later round pick you're you're just trying to get him in the right place kind of like the story that you told at the right time so he can be reliable to a quarterback I think he's learning that type of thing and I think he can, I think he has the opportunity and then it comes down to opportunity and that's where our question is going to be but before we ask that question I'm going to roll some tape on Sam a question you asked to Kyle Phillips yesterday there looked like a moment today where you and Ryan were kind of not on the same page he he talked to you you guys broke it down a little bit went back to a similar route touchdown on the in the next session there so kind of what went on there what were you guys talking about and what is that like being able to to talk with your quarterback and work through what you guys are both seeing yeah no on that one play I had a mental error and uh ball was supposed to go to me so you know I really let the team down especially and um it was third down in the red zone, you know, that's a huge play for the team, so I let the whole team down. So, you know, Ryan talked to me, corrected it. Um, we were able to come back to it, execute it, and score a touchdown. There you go. As simple as that. I think the actual interaction was probably a little bit more uh, involved than what uh, Kyle, or excuse me, yeah, Kyle Phillips said. Sam, what did you think about his response? Well, I, I like that he didn't shy away from it, right? He he made, took accountability and said, yeah, that was my mental error, and I let the team down, right? And, and you want to know that those mental mistakes are not okay, and, and playing sloppy football is not okay, and, and it's not going to fly with Mike Vrabel. So you want to see a rookie who is aware of that and and, well, and willing to to make the corrections. Like you said, he, he owned his mental error and said, I let the team down. And that's the type of culture the Titans need to instill in their players this year. If unless they want to have another repeat of Cincinnati, right? Because there cannot be any laziness. You have to be where you're supposed to be. And if you're not, you're not going to get opportunity. So while Kyle is hoping to get more chances going forward, you have to cut that. And, and he did a nice job of bouncing back, uh, which makes you feel pretty optimistic about his ability to, continue to develop and grow with his relationship with Ryan moving forward. Yeah. So let's talk about that optimism or maybe a little precaution. And that comes with our question that we're going to ask, get the chat involved a little bit. Here is the question, go to the chat and we want to know one of two things. Are you by now or are you wait and see on rookie wide receiver, Kyle Phillips impacting the Titans offense? It's like the stock game. Are you going to be early to buy Amazon in 2012? So you got a mansion or are you going to wait and see, right? It's up and down. So are you buy now or are you wait and see as a Titans fan in the chat? And then Sam and myself will also answer that question. But first, I do want to tell you guys about Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com is where you need to go to get your new health plan. Better coverage, better rates, better service. 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. I switched to the beginning of the year, and, man, am I glad that I did. 
it made my life a lot easier. And the reason why is I had a better plan. I saved 20% per month. So I save money and I get a contact allowance. I get free teeth cleaning to keep these pearly whites in, in, in check. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans. They help you when you're sick. That's FBHP.com. Also want to talk about BetMGM. Download the app today. Promo code ATOZ Sports. It's Friday. That means if you already have BetMGM, bet no runs to be scored in the first inning of any Major League Baseball game, and you get up to $25 back if only one run is scored. So that's a little insurance right there from BetMGM. So, Sam, this is, I think, a very, very good question because are you going to be early or are you going to be a little bit late? Um, I'm going to go to the comment section and and see that, Sam, I'll let you go to the comment section if you're ready to, to kind of read some comments and see what the people say, and then you can kind of formulate your, your plan. What do you see in the comment section? Well, let's see. I'm going to the top here. Uh nav four five four by now higher risk but higher potential uh mf loco wants to wait and see omar's buying now tyler's waiting and seeing van's waiting and seeing uh let's see jordan says by now he fixed his mistake not like des where he ran the wrong route and, and against the texans caused an int that's interesting comparing him to des fitzpatrick who kyle might be competing against for some of those opportunities uh Tall Texan says, wait and see based on what Sam just laid out, mental errors. Uh, but I believe somebody else said, everyone may, yeah, Grim Jim here. Everyone makes mental errors. So it's back and forth. Zach, which way are you going on this one? So I, I'm i going to go the wait and see route. Uh, I am not going to be like Delaney Walker. And Delaney Walker, if you notice, he is by now. <laughs> Delaney, so I don't know if that changes any comments in the chat. Kyle Phillips will be our, and Titans fans got to love that, Delaney, the true Titan, will be our breakout player hands down. That was it. That was a little late night tweeting. Well, mid midnight tweeting. I wouldn't say uh, late night, late night. But uh, that was last night. Kyle Phillips will be our breakout player hands down uh, right there on Twitter. I'm not going to go the Delaney Walker. I'm a wait and see type guy. I do think that the mental errors do tell me something. Look, people make mistakes. You're human. I liked how Ryan Tannehill handled that situation, as we said. And, you know, I look at this and I'll play the video one more time and kind of give you one of my reasons why I'm waiting and see. Sam, you talked to Kyle Phillips after practice yesterday, after, you know, I don't want to call it an incident, but. Kyle Phillips ran the wrong route, wasn't where he was supposed to be. Ryan Tannehill got upset at him. They had a conversation, plays later. They run the same route. Kyle Phillips catches a touchdown. This was his response after Sam's question. Looked like a moment today where you and Ryan were kind of not on the same page. He he talked to you. You guys broke it down a little bit. Went back to a similar route, touchdown on the, in the next session there. So kind of what went on there, what were you guys talking about, and what is that like being able to to talk with your quarterback and work through what you guys are both seeing? Yeah, no, on that one play I had a mental error, and the uh, ball was supposed to go to me, so you know, I really let the team down especially, and um, it was third down in the red zone. You know, that's a huge play for the team, so I let the whole team down. So, you know, Ryan talked to me, corrected it. Um, we were able to come back to it, execute it, and score a touchdown. So here's the reason why I'm waiting to see. 
mental error one, not getting opportunity with the ones prior to that. And look, we have not seen a preseason game. So I may be by now after this cu- a couple of preseason games where he gets some action and maybe he gets out in open space and makes a play. But I'm waiting to see because I feel like the Titans are waiting to see. So I'm going to be on the same page with the Titans as wait and see. Your actions speak louder than words. I, I always liked Kyle Phillips. I always thought that that was a, a very good draft pick. I thought that they you need to draft those type of slot receivers, not pay for them, and Adam Humphreys is that example. But I am a little bit more precautious with Kyle Phillips. I may wait and see because, as the chat said, Des Fitzpatrick, if you don't know where to go, you cost yourself and cost your team either points or opportunity at points, and that'll get your ass cut. I mean, it just will. You got to have it up here first. I'm waiting to see. Sam, what are you? Well, Zach, you can't wait till the first preseason game. Otherwise, the stock price is going to go up. I'm buying now. Oh! I'm Juan Delgado here. I, I have that written down. I'm buying, but I'm holding my receipt just in case. I can always return it, but I'm going to buy now. Because this is what I think Kyle Phillips is in this little metaphor we have going on. I am subscribing to the Kyle Phillips subscription service. And I think after month one, he's going to make me forget I subscribed altogether. And it's just going to be billing me month after month after month. And I'm going to be eating up the slot receiver content. You got to love the OnlyFans analogy. Yeah. <laughs> if Kyle Phillips had a football OnlyFans, you can count me as a subscriber. But we, uh, I'm really buying into this guy. I'm buying into his mentality. I love his footwork. Uh, he really doesn't take a bad step, which is really weird to say about a fifth-round draft pick rookie. But watching him on the field, he looks like one of the more, if not the most – balanced technically sound route runner the titans have and something else i saw brought up in the comments it's way up there by now is need the titans have been needing this forever and if i need a slot receiver i'm going to buy one while it's cheap while the i'm optimistic as can be and i'm optimistic as well because of ryan Tannehill's history he likes his slot guys he he liked ryan swope at texas a&m he liked jarvis landry in miami he liked adam humphreys before the injuries and things kind of got off the same page there but there is a history of that relationship and to see this guy i don't care if he's a fifth round pick tyreek hill was a fifth round pick stefan diggs was a fifth round pick all like that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is what he does on the field. And like I told you earlier, he's been the guy that's jumped out to just about everybody in the building. So that gives me reason to buy. And until he gives me reason otherwise, I really think I'm with Delaney Walker. I'm with Steve Smith. He's going to make an impact early. All right. So uh, I've got a good good question to, to ask. But first, I do want to see Orlando says, give me a free trial of Kyle Phillips. What is that? Do, do we think, is that buying or is that waiting and seeing? A free trial, a little sample? I, I mean, we're not at Costco. I think Orlando's, t- like, I think that's the smartest answer. You know, Orlando's like, I'm going to try it out. And then, yeah, he, he's at Costco, right? He got a little taste test and he can put it back if he wants to. Uh, no, not me. I went, I just went and bought the whole thing. I probably bought the year-long subscription. I don't right? know. Right, right. You're you're the uh, you're the mom of five at Costco. You're buying yes. the, the, the big... The big Gatorade. I'm buying Kyle Phillips in bulk this year. 
So I think what you described and Ryan Tannehill likes that safety net, right? I mean, that's what I think certain slot guys are. Um, Here's my other thought. The Titans offense is going to have to work smarter this year than they ever have because they don't have Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Like right now, Derrick Henry makes things easier. I'm not going to sit here and deny that, but I look at what Todd Downing, the offensive coordinator, is going to have to do. I feel like Kyle Phillips could be a piece to work smarter, right? Is to set up plays where he runs drag routes, crosses the linebacker's face, and outruns him just because he's faster than him. And he has a head start, not necessarily faster. There's some fast linebackers in this league. But I feel like they they now have the pieces to work smarter. The most talented and maybe we'll talk about him later in the show, the most talented guy besides Derrick Henry, I feel like has got to be Traylon Burks. I mean, that's he's the first-round wide receiver. He has the physical tools and skill and and catching uh, you know ability to be that talent guy, but that's what A.J. Brown and Julio Jones were supposed to give the Titans consistently last year and were unable to do that. Um, all right, so you're buying. I'm waiting and seeing yeah uh, and i yeah i think ryan Tannehill too uh, to go off what you said it's just more pressure on him right i mean you have to be a little bit more precise you don't have the safety valve throw it up to aj hope aj goes and makes a play on the football and that's what the titans certainly hoped julio jones would provide across from aj that didn't work out how they thought but Maybe that's part of what Kyle Phillips is. He's dump it off to Kyle Phillips on a on a flat route or a crossing route or something and, and let his legs make a play. But for all we can account for so far, there's a little bit more pressure on Ryan Tannehill. He's got to be a little bit more precise with his throws, and Todd Downing's got to be a little bit more clever and crafty with his offense, just like you said. Yeah, uh, that Todd Downing is going to be a huge key factor to this year's offense because of the different players. Um before we go to what Sam's seeing, which I'm very excited about, and I think the chat should be excited too, because Sam's been at training camp every single day since it opened. He was at OTAs and mini camps. He is our A to Z Sports new Titans reporter. Here's a quick side topic, just because we're on it. Julio Jones has moved on to Tampa. Charles says Julio is washed. Stefan says that Julio is that subscription that you test out and forgot it auto-renewed, but wasn't what you thought you were paying for. Yeah. You know, that you get Scott. Do you think that, and now I'm kind of asking as a more of a Bucks guy, Sam, what's your opinion? Do you think Julio will have a better year than he had last year? Do you think he's washed? Do you think, I mean, obviously Tom Brady is better than Ryan Tannehill. Nobody's going to argue that. But do you think Julio is washed? Like we saw probably last year of what Julio is going to be as an older aged wide receiver, it's kind of like the downfall of Titans fans know this Andre Johnson, Andre Johnson, who quit on the Titans team. Uh, look, great receiver for the Texans, but that man quit mid season. He was a, a shell of himself just because of his age and father time is undefeated. Sam, I'm curious to see, what do you think about Julio and any, anybody in the chat? I'd be curious to see what they think. I mean, there's probably some distaste and disdain, but yeah, no, I, I, Yes, I think Julio Jones is washed, but I don't think it means Julio Jones can't be a productive wide receiver. I think the image of Atlanta Julio Jones is gone. 
I don't think he's ever coming back. You know, like you said, father time is undefeated and it has caught up to Mr. Jones in a rude way. Uh, and it really hindered his time in Tennessee. Anytime you have the, the track record of a guy like that, the body, just the pure physical force that Julio Jones can be, he can have an impact, especially in the red zone. But I don't expect, I saw a lot of people online making a big deal about Julio Jones to Tampa Bay, like they're just building a super team. I don't, it doesn't do a ton for me because we've seen where he is at this point in his career. And if he's even on the field, how reliable can you trust him to be at this point? I don't, I don't know. He had what, maybe two good plays for that, like where you were like, oh, that's, that's vintage. And one didn't count in Seattle. And the one that didn't count. Right. So, you know, I'm at the point now where I think he's a good fit if you're looking for a red zone target. And he's somebody who I was on board with the Titans bringing back because why not? You know, it can't hurt your wide receiver room. But I do think that old image of who Julio Jones used to be has faded at this point. Uh, and I think it would take an act of God probably for it to come back. But Tom Brady might have a few acts of gods in him. You never know. Mr. Jones and me, let's test your youth here, Sam. Have you ever heard of the Counting Crows? Mr. Jones is one of my favorite songs, actually. I have, oh! a, I have, a, I have a playlist of it going, man. I, I, I'll play that. Sam, I knew we made the right hire when we brought you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if Sam will be the singer uh, of A to Z Sports. I know I won't be, but that's good stuff, Sam. You're earning a lot of respect here live on air. Controlled music sometimes. There you go. Sam's got a good taste of music, so everybody jump on board right there. Um, All right, now let's get to what Sam's seeing. Well, before we do get what Sam's seeing, we're going to give three things what Sam has seen. Over the course of training camp, this is over the last couple of weeks, he's got three things, and I'm going to let him talk through it because he's seen there. He's He's been there. He's seen it. He's been on the field. So uh, we will get to what Sam sees and ask you guys uh, a question based on that. But first, I do want to tell you guys about Bone & Joint Institute. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone & Joint Institute. Look, I tore my labrum in my left shoulder years ago, and I had it surgically repaired by – Dr. Paul Thomas. Dr. Paul Thomas was my doctor. He fixed my shoulder. He is at the Bone and Joint Institute. I trust him. Weirdly enough, I've got a bone spur in my foot. Eventually, that bad boy is going to have to be removed. I'm going to Dr. Paul Thomas. Austin has had surgeries done from doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute. A to Z Sports trusts the Bone Bone and Joint Institute. You should, too. Do not fumble on your recovery. And don't fumble when it comes to betting on football. BetMGM, use the promo code ATOZ Sports. Also, it's Friday. No run first inning Friday. Bet no runs to be scored in the first inning of any Major League Baseball game and get up to $25 back if only one run is scored. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older in Tennessee only. New uh, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualifications and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from insurance. For problem with gambling, call the support line at the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. All right, Sam, let's kick it off with what you saw in the first uh, installment of what Sam's seeing. Let's start with Traylon Burks. Yeah. Would you say this is true or false? Traylon Burks is good. 
Traylon Burks might be good at football. He might be good at football. Uh, and I think the results speak for themselves. That is the, out of all of the things that have happened in training camp, the 180 by Traylon Burks from mini camp, rookie mini camp, can't stay on the field, Traylon Burks, to the guy that we see now, day in and day out, drastic difference. And the biggest takeaway everybody has is this kid can ball. He reminds me of Alshon Jeffrey, uh, of like a prime Alshon Jeffrey. I know he gets the AJ comparisons, but it is a little bit of that Alshon. He just, he's a force. And even though he's slimmed down and looking more athletic, he is big. He is physical. He is not afraid to knock you on your ass at the top of his route and make a catch coming back to the football. His hands are strong, and you are really seeing what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel saw every day out of this guy. So if you're a Titans fan and you're looking for a story out of training camp, the number one thing has to be they've got a player in Traylon Burks, and I am really excited to see how much usage he gets in the preseason because I think Ryan Tannehill is starting to pick up on oh, okay, you mean I can just put this ball in the general vicinity of this kid and and he's going to go make a play on it. So really, really exciting stuff. Uh, and I know, you know, first-round pick, he should be. But, yeah, Traylon Burks might be good. I think, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I think the big part is what you spoke about with Ryan Tannehill. Because if Ryan Tannehill thinks that he's good, right, that's the connection. Uh, there's no doubt Ryan Tannehill had a connection with A.J. Brown. That's why they were so successful. That can be rinse and repeat. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill can find that that psyche, that connection with the, his first-round pick and have him help him out, right? I mean, that's the goal. How can you catch touchdown passes? I think that the excitement from me of Tannehill to Burks is, you know, you know that video, the viral video, I think I got my swagger yeah. back. <laughs> I think that could be the deep ball, the bomb. You know, Derrick Henry yeah. is a bomb in himself, right? He can go off and destroy a game 75 yards in just the split second. Imagine having two of those bombs, right? With Traylon Burks as a 45-yard deep pass coming down, flip the field, and then, you know, the defense running back there, getting set, and then you run Derrick Henry twice. That's a switch up. And so I, I feel like Traylon Burks, if you can get behind defenses, you can be deadly right there. All right, so that's that's one thing that Sam sees. Another thing that Sam sees, and this is, I think, very interesting. Before the show, and I wrote this down because I wanted to get it right, intentional about blending run game into the passing game. What does that mean? Yeah, I think – it's no secret to anybody that plays the Titans that they're going to run the ball 25 to 30 times and they're going to hand it to Derrick Henry and say, have at it. And, and, and that's been their offensive identity for so long. And it's been something that has hamstringed them as well when Derrick Henry's out, when Derrick Henry's not 100% like he was in the playoff game, that you can't be run, run, run all the time with an occasional pass on, on you know, down and long down and distant situations. So what I've noticed the Titans have been trying to do is with their personnel, and and this is something that that I you can speak to John Robinson about about the personnel he acquired in 
Chiga Conquo and Austin Hooper, these tight ends. And the big receiver of Traylon Burks is trying to run big sets on offense to blend, you know, blend their offense, their run game and their pass game. They are more play action. They are big, more guys with a hand in the dirt on, on offense and then running those guys and deploying them as wide receivers. So it's just another way of kind of hiding what you're doing, creating a little nuance to your offense uh, and, and keeping defenses on their toes. And so far, I think it's a big reason why slot guys like Kyle Phillips and tight ends like Chiga Conquo and Austin Hooper have had the success that they have had is because you can key on Derrick Henry all you want. And the moment that you do is when they're going to get you with a, a big target, especially in the red zone, especially on two minute drills. These things that they've struggled with being fluid and being clean, they're now deploying bigger options to go ahead and kind of blend their game a little bit. And I think it's a really encouraging sign for how they're keeping this offense, you know, with the times. And they're also trying to take a little bit of the tread out of Derrick Henry's tires. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think that's the unique part. We talked about Julio Jones getting old. Derrick Henry's not getting old, but running backs don't have the same, you know, timeline as other players. They just don't. And you would you would think that Derrick Henry, you know, last year was his first time to get really seriously hurt. And he was out for a big chunk of games. Now the Titans survived those games. So I want to give them credit for that. But you know, Derrick Henry is such a huge, vital part of this team, this franchise, this offense. That blend of being able to utilize other players to complement what Derrick Henry brings to the table while not running him into the ground. You know, that stress fracture, stress fractures and Jones fractures can happen at any point. James Washington, if you saw in Cowboys camp, he had a Jones fracture on a play, right? It wasn't necessarily maybe a buildup, but and we've learned a lot about Jones fractures over the last year because of the Derrick Henry injury. I think that is going to be the justification on Todd Downing. And I'll loop in Tim Kelly with this, but more Todd Downing. What type of offensive coordinator are yeah. you? Because Mike Vrabel is a defensive-minded head coach. It's going to be a OC carousel in Nashville as long as as Mike Vrabel is head coach play teams are going to pluck your offensive coordinators. It happened with LaFleur. You got to remember, you know, LaFleur in green Bay, he was an offensive coordinator with the Titans. A lot of people don't remember that just because of how the success has gone in green Bay. Arthur Smith, that is known. Arthur Smith worked his way up the ranks and got an opportunity. And I'm not saying Downing is going to do that, but Downing's either going to put him na his name closer into that hat or he's going to get fired and this year is a massive year because of all of the new faces around Tannehill and Henry well what you see all the time in NFL offenses too that that can really be their Achilles heel in a lot of ways is not crafting what you do to the players on your team you establish this identity of this is who we are on offense and you, and you do that over and over and over again and sometimes you have to have that realization of let's look, you know, we don't have AJ Brown anymore. We don't have some of our interior offensive linemen anymore. Like we're missing some of these pieces that were key to that identity. So it's essential 
that Todd Downing and Mike Vrabel and Tim Kelly now, they, they all look together and say, okay, what is our new identity? What is our new identity with Derrick Henry having a little bit more wear on his tires and wanting to extend his shelf life as much as possible? What is our new identity with Robert Woods and Traylon Burks instead of Julio Jones and A.J. Brown? What is our new identity with Ryan Tannehill at age 34? Right. And so what, I, what I've seen them doing with, with these bigger sets, I, I is somewhat encouraging as long as it's, as long as it's being executed, right. There's always that part, but it's nice to see them trying to be fresh because whatever they've been doing in the past and whatever they did last year didn't work. Right. So, so you have to, you have to try and find something new to maximize the personnel on the team. And right now they have a lot of big tight end targets, a couple very fast guys that can go in the slot. Woods can go in the slot too. Austin Hooper, I talked to him last week. He can go in the slot. He did it a lot when he was in Atlanta. Didn't do it very much in Cleveland because they wanted him to have his hand in the dirt because they're so run heavy uh, in that Browns offense or have been in the And path. they had Joku, right? So like, right. Yeah, I mean, so there's that. But, but right, is, is Chigakonkwo your David and Joku? And if he is, great, because Austin Hooper can be a run blocker. If you need Austin Hooper to be a reliable pass catcher, he can do that too. He can line up in the slot. And I've seen them trying more of these things out to win one-on-one matchups. They were last in separation from their wide receivers last year. With Ryan Tannehill at 34 years old, they've said they need to be great around Ryan Tannehill. You do that by giving him more separation, making his job easier, and that's what they're trying to recreate. Sam, our our new Titans reporter, Sam Phelan, What's your, and these are two good keys of what you've seen in training camp. Here's kind of my, 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 my last question. And this is an overall, you know, all encompassing question. How do you feel about this team right now? Now, granted it's August 5th. So like no preseason game has been played. They really haven't had a big, big, big time injury that we've seen some other NFL teams like the Bucks and the Broncos have, right? How do you feel about this team? Optimistic, uh, which is probably not what the consensus opinion was at multiple points of the offseason. Uh, but I really think the the showcase from some of the rookies in training camp, may, especially Burks and Phillips and, and Chig Aconco, I know we've been getting a bunch of Chig comments. There's a lot I could say on Chig and what I like about his game at this point. But you see some of that uh, on the offensive side of the ball makes you feel like the Titans can at least be the competent offense they need to be to help their defense. I love the defense this year, Zach. And, and I told you that I think the secondary needs to take a step up from what we've been seeing so far. But with a fully healthy Caleb Farley and Christian Fulton joining Amani Hooker and, and rookie Roger McCreary and, of course, the man of the hour, Kevin Byard, right? you just put together a great, great secondary, potentially Pro Bowl caliber players to join your front four that has dominated teams and carried them to that one seed last year and almost carried them past Cincinnati in the playoff game when their offense couldn't move the football to save their lives, right? So I love the David Long, Zach Cunningham. I don't see a hole on their defense as it sits right now. Uh, which I think is a really, really encouraging sign to come in. And I think there is a lot of recency bias around the NFL. Indianapolis got better. The Colts got got substantially better. 
but people are forgetting the Titans were the one seed last year without Derrick Henry for half of their games. And you're bringing back the best running back in football. You are, and this is another thing I think is important to, to emphasize. The loss of Julio Jones is insignificant to me because what did he really do while he was here? Right. So you replace him with Robert Woods and you bring in uh, Traylon Burks. And if these guys are productive wide receivers, now you have two reliable options when last year you really had one. So you might not have the A.J. Brown number one, but you have more guys you can go to, which makes your offense more balanced. At this point in time, I am optimistic and I'm excited keeping my fingers crossed for no injuries to see what a lot of these rookies can do and what the offense can do with the help of a defense that now has filled all of their holes. So, I mean, I think you said, you know, two is better than one. That, that That's kind of your analogy within the Julio Jones uh, ranks. I think I'm optimistic to a degree. I think my one concern is, and it, I have stated this over and over and over again all offseason, it's it's not you, it's me. It's not the Titans, it's the AFC. Okay. You know, that's my poem for yeah. today, right? It's not you, it's me. It's not the Titans, it's the AFC. And the AFC, I, how are they going to compete? And you talk about defensively. I think the biggest thing that I'm excited for is how does the front four that could be a top five, if not best in the league help the back half of the defense against passing teams they're going to face passing teams the culture of passing team even with i look at jonathan taylor running the football i get that but matt ryan is better than carson wentz they're going to have to combat combat with that they're going to have to face joe burrow russell wilson aaron Rodgers, dak prescott I mean, the list goes on and on and on and then early on josh allen and Derek carr in back-to-back games are intriguing I think yeah. that kind of will set the tone for the season. I think the Giants is a very winnable game. I think you can come in there and disrupt Danny Dimes and make him, you know, his Giants career will probably soon be over after the season. But how can that front four help the back half of the defense? Or, Sam, how can the back half of the defense surprise us? Surprise us by saying, damn, Caleb Farley is that first-round pick that they picked. Christian Fulton is staying healthy in his – more about what we saw last year when he was on the field than when he was off and hurt. Mm. And then McCreary, I mean, all of, all the, I feel like everything that we've heard is good things about Roger McCreary. Yeah. I mean, he's undersized, right? Like there's no doubting that in the heat and he doesn't hide from that, but he's physical and he's not afraid and he's versatile, which is kind of the, the exact player that the Titans kind of needed for the secondary. And with Elijah Molden down, you know, Roger McCreary has taken advantage of all of his opportunities so far. And like I said, versatility, he can line up on the left side. He can line up on the right side. He's been in the slot, matched up with slot receivers. He's even been on uh, on tight ends at, at, at times. And that's something that without Dane Cruikshank, they're going to be looking to fill as well. And, and no more buster screen to be your nickel. So there are question marks. And Roger does a very good job of being versatile enough to fill whatever your biggest question mark is at the time, uh, which I think is really reassuring for the depth. Uh, and like you said, it, it's an injury thing. And, and it's making sure that Farley and Fulton are back and they're themselves. Uh, but outside of that, the 
the back half of that defense looks good on paper. You can say that much. Now, you don't know what they're all going to be like on the field. They've had some struggles in early training camp. But Christian Fulton had played really well when he was on the field. Caleb Farley's that first-round pick. Kevin Byard is an all-pro. And Amani Hooker's taken that step forward to kind of being a leader and a really strong starting caliber safety in the NFL, where you look and say, if all these guys are together in the secondary – that's a strong group and complementing that front four, like you said, the defense could be scary and it could be what they need to really get across or get, get a, over the hump against some of these AFC teams. But also, uh, as you alluded to, Josh Allen, Derek Carr, back-to-back weeks. That's the test right there. That's how you know how good your secondary is. Is it a competent secondary? Is it a Super Bowl caliber secondary and defense because those are the teams you're going to have to see in January, and we've known the struggles that the Titans have had in recent years in that month. Yeah, and it's Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams too. I mean, right. not not oh, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, how, how are you going to fare? I mean, not many people fare good against those guys in general. So look, that's why they play, and look, we're we're inching that much closer to the start of football season, which gets me amped. And I do want to touch on what we announced yesterday, and that is A to Z Film Room. If you are a football junkie, James Foster, our A to Z Film Specialist, formerly No Flags Film, he's got you covered. Man, this is so exciting. I feel like we did this for football fans all across the country. Each week, we will have a Titans video, so we're not going to you know let you down there, and we'll promote it here. Go subscribe. It's YouTube slash uh, A to Z Sports Film Room right there. And Eric is giving a love right there. This is our our uh, our video this week, which is Kevin Byard, all about the best safety in the league. He explains why that is with routes. And that pick six against Matthew Stafford, he breaks down why Kevin Byard was smarter than everybody else. And the reason why is, the Rams, and this is not usually the Rams' offense, and and Sean McVay, they tipped their hand. I mean, they they literally gave away what they were going to be doing in that formation. Kevin Byard knew it. He jumped the route, and that's a big reason why the Titans won that game in L.A. and beat the eventual Super Bowl champions. Uh, it's pretty impressive, right there, with Kevin Byard. No, uh, James Foster. That Eric said too. James Foster is legit. He is. His breakdowns are incredible. Uh, he gets the all 22s and and he just has the mind for football to kind of uh, to to see everything on the field at all times. So if you are wanting to know a little bit more about the game and, and wanting to to definitely learn something, that's one. You're going to learn something watching A to Z film room. Uh, and, and two, you are going to have an appreciation and an understanding of why the Titans are successful why they're not successful in certain times and and you can get that on a bunch of teams so so if you're if the titans are playing the raiders go to the raiders go to the vegas film room right and and go watch that and get yourself ready so that you can break down stuff for your friends and family while you're watching the game you're gonna say oh you see that this is why that just happened and everybody's kind of gonna give you a look of that's a football guy he knows what he's talking about. football guy and well and that's the best part is uh if you and you said it if you're facing the Raiders, then you can go watch some Raiders film or the Bills. We're going to be covering it all. James is going to be covering it all. So uh, it's not just a Titans thing, 
Sin City Titan. It will be a Titans thing. We'll have, like I said, at least one Titans video. And James has already put a lot in the the, the holster to to release uh, before the season. And then he'll break down film throughout the course of the season. So go to YouTube slash A to Z Sports Film Room. I put it right there in the comment section. Subscribe so you get the videos. We'll put out teasers uh, in the form of reels and TikToks on our Instagram. You can follow us there for all NFL uh, film room. This is a big part of what we tried to plan heading into this season of launching that yesterday. So let's get to uh, ain't that good news. Before we do, I want to talk to you guys uh, about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. The Palisade, the Sonata, the the Tucson, and the Elantra. They have your perfect make and model. You've just got to go find your perfect make and model. And it's at Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone, a great owner of the car dealership. Family owned and operated. He'll hook you up with a great ride at a great price. They also have the Ionic that you can order, which is battery powered. So that's Wilson County Hyundai. Also, BetMGM, download the app today. It is Friday. That means no run first inning Friday. Bet no runs to be scored in the first inning of any Major League Baseball game and get up to $25 back if only one run is scored. That is BetMGM. Download the app today, and it's in your Android. It is in your Apple App Store. They've got you covered at BetMGM. So that sound means ain't that good news. Sam, so far, so good. I think you've done a great job on this show as your inaugural A to Z Sports. We haven't gotten into a, a huge argument. That will happen later on. Yeah, I, I was going to apologize to everybody who kind of tunes in to see the Austin versus Zach, you know, brawl that kind of takes place here pretty regularly now that I didn't know if it was coming today, but I'm sure it will come. I think you and I both are uh, we're, we're opinionated guys. I'm sure we'll butt heads at some point. We, we can uh, we can see how that goes down. Yeah, we absolutely can. So comment your good news. We do this every Friday. Let's head into the weekend. It is Friday. Uh, Sam's covering Titans practice. He's done a great job so far. You'll be, you're going to be seeing a lot more of Sam Phelan in and around the A to Z sports world and network. But ain't that good news uh, I'll read some comments, but before I do, Sam, do you uh, do you have your good news locked and loaded? I mean, I have a good news. I don't know if it's a cop-out good news. My good news is that football's back. You know, yesterday, you said nobody watched. I watched. I don't care that it was, you know, nobody important playing the game, and we were watching Jarrett Stidham against Kyle Sloter for the entire night. I don't care. I liked sitting down and, and relaxing and watching football. It triggers one of the best times of the year for me. Fantasy football drafts are right around the corner. I just scheduled my fantasy football draft with some of my buddies. That's exciting. Best night of the year. Uh, being able to know that we're going to watch Titans football and watch NFL football and college football, all your SEC stuff coming up as well. That's exciting. That's good news to me. I'm ready to go uh, and I need it in my life because baseball has just brought me pain for basically the entire summer. So I'm excited to turn the page. Well, what's getting me back into it is the captain, the documentary on Derek Jeter. And I'm not a Yankees fan by any means, but damn, that is a, that is a good documentary yeah. so far. I'm kind of paving, paving my way there. Uh, Sam, you did cop out. We do have one rule on AZ sports. Oh, okay. 
good can't news can't football. be that football is close. But, oh, okay. All right. Well, you go, and then I'll think of one. I, I will. I was going to give you a pass. I wouldn't, but I am also going to tell you that that is a cop out because everybody, of course, that's good news. That's every day. That's what we do. That's our lives for sports. You're right. You're right, you're right. So uh, if you do have another one, I'll give you an opportunity. Let's go to the chat. Uh, Stacy says, "My good news is getting together with friends to go see the new uh, movie Bullet Train with." Yeah. Brad Pitt. To, I'd be curious to see what you think about that. Um, John says one week until the last year of his 20s. So the young gun, John, I don't know if John knows who Counting Crows is, but he's about, uh, well, no, one year of his 20s. So yeah, he's, he knows exactly who Counting Crows is because he's about to be 30. Um, good news. Now, there's some good news. Sam is awesome. Needs uh, oh. work on his Austin imp- uh, impression. Some vocal warm-ups would help. I don't know if you have a. I don't know if you impersonated Austin. I think you thought you I did don't a great. Have one job. ready yet? Uh, Jared says today is his daughter's birthday. The Big Mac Nine. Happy birthday, Gracie! So, Jared, happy birthday to your daughter, Gracie. A to Z Sports wishes her a very happy birthday. That has a little bit to do with my good news as well. Uh, Alex says good news. Uh, get to disconnect from this weekend and go camping. Uh, Rooney says, good news, Sam's is doing a great job. I also think that's good news. If he was doing a terrible job, that would be bad. And yeah. he's doing a great job. Bad news, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Orlando says, good news, Braves uh, made a lot of money last night, getting that bankroll up and getting it ready for the NFL. Uh, Eric says, good news, full weekend of slow pitch softball. So a little slow pitch softball. Alex, there's birthdays galore. My good news is his birthday. Uh, Drew says good news is getting better. And Drew, we knew that he was in a, a car accident that he's been re- rehabilitating from. And we wish Drew the best from his accident, getting things brighter. His lower back is not so bad. It's football. Uh, and let's go brave. So, Drew, we uh, we wish you a speedy recovery. We know we've kind of been following that. Uh, and car accidents are, are no fun. Um, let's see here. Danny says... Good news, my wife and I survived getting four kids situated and set up for their first day of school today, and everyone was in a good mood this morning. That never happens. Danny, I I feel like you just pulled off the – just incredible. I don't think that 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 doesn't happen. No tears are shed on the first day of school. At least that's not what the text says. So I I don't know. It's the second day, Danny. The first one, you're excited to meet the new classmates. Day two is when they realize they have to go back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jason says, Stranger Things fan uh, got to visit one of the filming locations this week, and that was awesome. Man, we got a lot of great news coming in. Uh, Dion says, this is looking like the best rookie class from J-Rob. So a little Titans uh, news. So good news all around. Ken's going to a comedy show tonight. That is good news. So my good news had to do with some previous good news, and that has to do with uh, birthdays. It is August at the beginning, and this just kind of happened over the last couple of years. But so my fiance's birthday is tonight, August 5th. So I wish her a happy birthday, and we're going to a nice dinner tonight. But also on Monday, a few days away, my main man and my best friend, Mr. Tuxedo, Oh. It is his birthday on Monday. So, Mr. Mr. Tuxedo, I won't disclose my fiance's age, but she's younger than I am. Uh, Mr. Tuxedo Man is turning six on Monday. 
And so that's one of my favorite pictures of him. That's yeah, happy, happy, happy birthday, Mr. Tuxedo. Clap right. So there's an early birthday to, to, to Mr. Tuxedo, man. Um, so that is my good news. Celebrations all around in early August. I got one. I got, I have to go back. My go. News, uh, someone reminded me of it getting situated and stuff. I think I'm officially moved in. Like, I think I'm like finally at the point, you know, all the boxes are gone and I'm finally like, okay, I don't have to worry about this anymore. Moving sucks, man. And, and I'm, I'm happy to, uh, yeah, to have that, have that in the rear view. Uh, so that's good news that I don't have to stress about that this weekend. Yeah. Well, and you're in that age where you're mo- you're going to move a ton, right? Oh, like, I mean, I, I know your twenties, I think my twenties, I moved every single year until 28 mm. and then yeah. i moved again at 30 so like <laughs> you know it's it it was a one it was nine out of ten so it's good to have your own pad look the backdrop looks good uh you're ready to roll and you did a great job so we'll let you get out of here great job give a little clap in the comment section for sam uh failing for his first full a to Z sports morning show fill in duty is in the books more to come. So we thank you for that. Thank you to all that have uh, watched the show and supported us with our A to Z film room right there. Make sure you check out Kevin Byard and subscribe to our A to Z film room for Titans fans. And we've got you covered on our YouTube. You could subscribe right here for more Titans coverage coverage. Sam's going to be all over that at Titans practice throughout the course of the next several weeks. So we thank you. And we'll see you Monday morning. Adios.